Welcome to the English for Change podcast, a place for you if you are an ambitious English learner and you want to build a confident voice in English so you can make positive change for yourself and the world. My name is Ruth Whittle and I am an English language teacher. Join me here each week as we explore ways you can improve your English and your life and use your voice in English to speak about important global issues. Hello everyone, welcome to this very first episode of English for Change. I'm really happy for you to be here. And as you heard from the introduction piece, I'm Ruth. And this first episode is going to be a bit of an introduction. We're going to follow the format that will be in all of the episodes, but it's going to be a bit more personal where I'm going to introduce myself, give you some more background information about myself, but also share with you tips from, from my own life and my own background that could help you in your own language learning and in your life. So that's the first section of each podcast episode, um, tips to make change in your English language learning and in your life. And in the second part, then I will tell you more about English for Change, what an English change maker is as well, um, and how you can use your voice in English to talk about important global issues. So yes, I am so excited to begin. And yeah, I guess I will go from, from the start of my of my life and my journey to today with English for Change. So I am originally from Ireland. I speak English as my first language. And yeah, I think growing up, I was always really fascinated by world cultures. I lived on a little island. It's a little green island on the west of the United Kingdom. And um, yeah, I mean, I was always encouraged. It was back in the 90s, growing up in the 90s as a child, to to look at other countries, to learn about different cult- cultures and how they how they worked. And um, yeah, my mother in particular really encouraged that with me, also looking at social change and how we could make a difference, make some positive change in the world. So yeah, from a young age, I um, was encouraged to, to think like that. And one of the first things I did when I was, I don't know, eight years old, was uh, have a pen pal uh, to write a real letter to somebody that I was partnered up with. And the the girl that I was partnered up with lived in Sri Lanka. And I still remember the photo that she sent me and the letter and the letter that she sent me. Uh, I still remember her full name and everything. I was so excited to receive her letter all, all the way from Sri Lanka. I'd never heard of this country. And really at that time, I didn't even think that it was just so, you know, magical, so amazing that we could communicate in one shared language, English, and we could share our life, share our message with one another um, in English. And, you know, yeah, I, I think it's, it really just is amazing um, p- discovering a culture in such a personal way, putting yourself in someone else's shoes and I suppose you nowadays with the online world, you it's hard to imagine that, but I'm sure a lot of you um, remember what it was like to send letters and to receive letters from abroad. So that was really special. 
And um, yeah, I just wanted to say as well that that for you, you know, I hear so much from clients, the students that I work with that, um, you know, that they need to go to a, a country, they need to go and practice their English. But I'd like you to maybe think about how you could change how you think about that, how you re- reframe your approach and think about the, the message that you're actually sharing with people rather than the fact that you are practicing English or you need to practice English. Because for me, uh, when I received that letter from that girl in Sri Lanka, I um, didn't think about <laughs> corrections or grammar or anything like that. I was just fascinated to learn about her life. And funnily enough, the story goes that I actually was able to find her on social media years later. So that's just another another little story of the power of the online world and, and yeah, the power of language, the power of the English language to connect us in such a positive way. So yeah, that, that was me. That was uh, me as a child. And the first language I actually learned was Gaelic Irish. So we all learned that in, in school in Ireland. It's really important for us to continue to uh, learn about our culture, um, to protect our, our Irish identity because we speak English as a first language mainly. Most people now speak English as a first language in Ireland uh, because we were under uh, British rule for hundreds of years. But Irish, Gaelic Irish, which is extremely different to English, it's a Celtic language. Uh, it's something that is taught in schools in Ireland. So yeah, I learned Irish and then when I was 12 I learned French and I really fell in love with um, with the French language, also going abroad, going to visit it and you know seeing the results of my, my studies that I could communicate in another, in another language with, with other people um, and that these French people they were just so so different even to, to Ireland which is not so far away but that's yeah that's what I love about culture I guess you know um the language unites us but the culture that we discover and that we explore the world that we explore is so diverse and so interesting and there's so many fascinating people and um and yeah that language that connects us so um yeah my background you know I am an English language teacher as I said in the introduction but I went on um, in university to study human rights. Uh, I was really into, yeah, social change, as I said, and, and culture. And uh, I specialised, I, I wrote, yeah, my, my main thesis on um, migration. And yeah, and it was a really, it was a really great experience. But I decided after my studies to go, I, wa- I really wanted to travel. I really wanted to explore the world. And I was lucky enough to have a CELTA qualification to teach English as a second language. So I decided to go off to a country that is completely different to uh, Europe, to Western perspective, and go off to China. So I was there in um, Inner Mongolia, where I taught English. It was one of my first experiences teaching um, teaching English. And my experience living and working in China and especially in Inner Mongolia is definitely for another episode. I'll do it in the future. So keep an eye out for that one. So I taught there and I, I also taught in, in some countries in, in Europe, in Belgium, France and also Ireland. And after doing some travel, after 
working abroad for a while, I came back to Ireland and I wanted to develop my career in in the policy field, in human rights and work in some refugee organisations. I had actually taught English to migrants. To, I taught English to migrants um, as an English language teacher and I'd seen you know, the power of well, teaching English, helping people communicate, um, help them feel settled, to help them integrate into into life in a new country. So, so I loved I loved you know the power of that, the power of of the language to 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 help people. But I also wanted to to get involved in in the policy you know that I had I had studied, and to well to try to understand what was going on because. There was so much um, racism and discrimination that I that I saw that I learned about inequality in Europe, and so yeah, I went and I worked in in an Irish refugee organization, and also uh, in Europe in in or in Europe in Belgium, I worked in a Roma rights organization. So yeah, that was really interesting and. Um, and yeah, I've, I've definitely traveled a lot, but basically um, in like a few years ago, I moved to Belgium and I was hoping to get work in in the EU area in Brussels. Um, yeah, so I was looking for a job for a while, but it was difficult and I felt really kind of lost, really stuck searching for a job and I was searching for a job for over a year and then the pandemic hit (laughs) and you know I think for a lot of people it was a difficult time but I thought "Mm, I'm not sure if I can really you know find a job at the moment in this in this area and uh, and so I thought about going back to teaching and you know I reconnected with my my teaching and my teaching skills and experience and I found some amazing clients and also went online at the beginning of the pandemic so people were able to find me from anywhere in the world and they came to to find me and um, through my background I, I helped some some great clients that were really similar to me, you know, that were really ambitious. Uh, some of them were legal professionals, but, you know, other industries too, but they were just ambitious and they wanted to achieve their dreams and goals. They, they needed English to get them there. So that was something that really connected us. And I felt um, it was such a, pl- a privilege for me to be part of their journey, to help them in that way, to help them build a confident voice in English. Um, yeah, that was how they could achieve their their dreams and goals. Really, uh, was to improve their English. So that was that is how I got into my business. I never would have expected or would have imagined me starting a business, especially in a global pandemic. But sometimes, you know, life has a funny way of of guiding us on a different path I suppose and I couldn't be happier because it has brought me so much meaning so much purpose to my life to be able to help people one person at a time as well you know in a very very direct and very tangible very concrete well concrete way I mean learning a language isn't easy but 
if you, I do believe, I ha- I really truly believe if you put in the work, if you are consistent, if you are kind to yourself and, uh, and try and are not afraid of making mistakes and, um, and being too perfect, you can make progress. So I've just spoken a lot about myself there, but one advice I'd like to offer before I go on is for anyone you know listening who is maybe at a turning point in their career or in their life, I would just say that you know it's important to dream big, to have big dreams and goals, uh, but also be flexible. You never know what could come up. So be flexible and open to to change. Be flexible and open to a change in direction. You never know what could be around the corner. So I am going to go on now to talk to you a little bit more about English for Change. Um, yeah, it's something that made a lot of sense for me to, to build and to create as maybe now you can understand a little bit more my background. I have always been really into promoting gender equality, uh, women's rights, and uh, so so that is something important, and human rights in general, also fighting against racism and discrimination in the world. Um, yeah, and I've spoken about that. I, I When I got on the platform on Instagram, I started doing live videos, and I would get great feedback from people all around the world who had different struggles with racism and, and discrimination. So... I really think that English for Change can be a place for everyone, anyone who really wants to build a strong voice in English and be confident doing that so that they can, well, on a personal level, achieve what they want to do in life, but also achieve a greater purpose, achieve something um, to help to speak for a cause or issue that really matters to them in the world. So, yeah, and it could be anything. It could be your own business. It could be an organization that you are in, or it could be a job that helps people in a certain way. But as I said in this episode, you know, English is such an amazing common, you know, it's this common global language where we can, you know, meet each other in the middle and connect uh, with so many different people and yeah and understand one another so the more we can build a strong and confident voice in English the more we can build understanding opportunity and and positive change in the world a positive impact in the world so I just want to share with you a little bit of so what an English change maker is so some of you may know that I have a club called the English Changemaker Club, which I began this year. It's a membership-style program or club, which you pay a monthly fee, a little bit like going to a gym, and you get to um, access different live classes, workshops, mini-course to help you improve your English, and also just to talk about different global issues. So, so far, we have spoken about cultures, controversial cultural practices, and feminism. And this month, we're speaking about the environment. So as, as the name is, the English Changemaker Club, I'd like to explain to you what a changemaker is. So the, you know, verb to change is to become different. 
Um, so, you know, change can be, you know, hard and it can be negative or positive. So I make a difference with to make change. So to make change is when it's, it's more of an active thing to um, make change in, in, for something. And so an English change maker is, so this term has been coined, I think it's quite recent actually. It's something you hear quite a bit nowadays to be a change maker in the context of social and political um, issues and social and political change. So a change maker is someone who uses their knowledge and resources to help to um, make make an impact and make change, make positive change in the world. So then an English change maker is someone who uses their knowledge and resources, their knowledge of English to make positive change in the world. So using your voice in English to make positive change in the world. That's what an English change maker is all about. Um, so yeah, I think it's a really exciting identity to identify with and I even though I speak English as my first language I I identify with this because I think just having that platform having that voice in English connects me with so many people from so many cultures so many backgrounds uh, going across borders going across the the country borders so uh, I would love to know from you, uh, maybe you can send me a message or whatever. I'd love to know, do you identify with this idea? Do you, do you identify with being an English change maker? And please don't say that you, you don't think your English is good enough yet, because if you can listen and understand to this podcast, your English is good enough. So you can be an English change maker at you know, any, any level, really of English and I think as well it, it is something that will help to motivate you to drive you forward in your English learning journey. Language learning it's a very slow process it takes hours and hours and hours of practice and when you have a higher purpose a goal to achieve like making positive change for yourself making positive change for the world I think it's going to help you drive drive you forward. So yeah, I uh, really hope you liked this first episode just to kind of sum up, you know, I looked at, I gave you a personal background about myself just so you could get to know me a bit more. And I also gave, shared with you some tips on how you could improve your English and improve your life. And then I also went on then to talk about how you can use your voice in English so how you can be a change maker, an English change maker to help uh, to make positive change in the world. So looking forward to seeing you in the next episode and thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of English for Change. If you enjoyed this, I would love it if you could leave a review or recommend the show to a friend. See you next time.